What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the comic book layer. I'm Kyle. And I'm Ray. Dude, welcome back, buddy. It's nice to have you back in town. Dude. Even though I'm not even remotely in the same town. You know, it's... How um, was your vacay, bro? Vacation was excellent, actually, man. It was... um. It was fun, dude. Just nice to to get out. We we were on vacation for a whole week with the entire family, so it was nice to um, just kind of reset and um, got a lot of good family time in. Got to see a lot of cool stuff and visit some cool places and just, uh, yeah, it was super fun. Dude, just like uh, so everyone knows where you're at, like I'm on the phone with you a little bit ago because you, you had just got home today, right? Yeah, yeah. So you were in the car for how long today? Um, today wasn't that bad. It was just, uh, cause we split it up on the way home. And so today was like two and a half hours. Yeah, dude. Well, I knew you were out of it, bro. <laughs> knew you were tired. It felt like. You don't know how I knew? <laughs> it felt like five hours, but how, how did you Cause know? we're, we're, <laughs> we're on the phone, bro. And you start talking to me about the Warriors Celtics game two, like, and it's a repeat of game one, man. And I'm just like, wow, I can't believe the same thing's happening. Dude. And I'm like trying to find it on, I'm trying to find it on TV. I can't find it. You're like, well, there's only 40 seconds left, baby. <laughs> and anyway, we hang up. And then like 10 minutes later, you call me back and you're like, bro, that was game one. I'm watching a replay. I don't even know why they had a darn replay on, dude. I was so embarrassed. I'm sitting there watching this game and because I watched game one while we're on vacation. And um, I don't know. I mean. Were you just like, wow, fourth quarter comeback. Yeah, I thought it was like the same. I was like, dude, these guys are getting hot again. The same exact dudes. And I was like, wow. Turns this is, out it was this the same exact dude. And then next thing you know, so in game one, like towards the end, uh, Al Horford, the dude on the, the Celtics, he like blew a kiss, like, you know, when they were, I don't know, just, I don't know if it was to a fan or to the other team or whatever. But all of a sudden, that's when it hit me that I was watching the repeated <laughs> game one because he blew a kiss again. I was like, wait a second. <laughs> you called me. I was like, you're watching game one, aren't you, dude? Dude, and you know what's funny? I was so out of it. Like when they would call timeouts. Since it was a, um, they were replaying it. The, the timeouts were like two seconds. Like they they would call a timeout, and all of a sudden they would be playing basketball again. I was like, why did they just call a two second timeout? I was like, what is going on here? And I couldn't figure it out oh for the life gosh. of me, dude, because I was just like in zombie mode. And the next thing you know, I look up in the corner and it says game one, and I'm like, wait a second. Even my daughter, she's like, Dad, this is game one. It's like, oh my gosh, dude, it is. Oh man, dude! Anyway, that's hilarious, bro. Pretty funny. So, uh, did you get any reading in or anything uh, related to CBL up there? Did you get to take it off completely? No, I did get some uh, time in to just hang out and uh, relax. Like I, I would get up super early, and um, I took the Immortal Hulk along with me, Volume One. I've heard good things about and that. Yeah, right? dude, I enjoyed it a lot. This is. Um, one of my favorite Marvel reads um, lately. I know it's older, and you know, and it's it's finished up. I can't. I think there's like 50 issues. I think. Hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, it's by uh, Al Al Ewing, and um, I loved it, dude. And my my son is a super big Hulk fan, and I've always wanted to read it for the longest time. And so I was like, all right, this will be the time I'm going to take it with me and and check it out. And um, it was great, dude. Yeah, artwork is cool. Um. The story's cool so far. I think it's something you'll enjoy too. You should definitely check it out. And is it a little like um 
like dark. I've heard something sort of like maybe it was kind of like a horror genre. Yeah, horror. yeah, definitely. Um, like he's kind of laying low. Like no one, everybody thinks he's dead, thinks he's gone, and um, but he's still like going around the country and like just doing damage to people that are doing bad things right and this reporter is trying to find him and you know people are seeing sightings of him and so she's like on his trail trying to find him and um dude he does some damage to some people in this and you're like dang like some gnarly stuff and uh, the artwork's super fun uh issue three is cool because it um like this reporter like getting closer to catching him and so she goes to this town and she's like interviewing like three or four different people and then so they're telling their version of this same story of when he goes through this town and um the artwork changes with with each story and so it was pretty that's cool yeah i really enjoyed it i like it when they do that yeah Yeah. it, it was funny dude is he hulked out the whole time or is like Bruce Banner making appearances in this run? Oh yeah, Bruce is in it and um he he's laying low. He even says like I can't remember what issue, but he's just like I have nothing, just the clothes on my back and sometimes those don't even last that long. And uh you know, I'm lucky if I get a hot meal and he's just trying to like you know, fly under the radar and and be a ghost and doesn't want to be found and um, I, I won't go into too much detail cause I, I don't want to ruin it to you for you, but the, um, the lady that's fallen on this reporter, she like has a past with, uh, Hulk and it, it's, it's pretty neat. I think you'll enjoy it. Mm. Yeah, I want to get into that probably on Marvel unlimited. I always forget I have that. Yeah, dude, j- jump on and check it out. And so I'm going to start looking for the, for the other trades of this and pick it up. I started looking for like the hard covers of it and they're like impossible to find unless you want to spend a ton of money on them. Yeah. Um, so I'm on the hunt for the other trades of these bad boys. Cause I, I enjoyed it. I want to see, uh, what else happens in this story for sure. You said something like, uh, 50 issues i think like it's like 50 issues i'm not 100 percent sure i could be way off but i think that's what it's it 150 is. yeah I'm like dude ray <laughs> but um yeah dude it's uh it was it was fun i liked it cool dude and then um what else was, i wasn't able to read anything else i did get the chance to um while we were in southern utah i went to, um i wanted to go to like a you know comic shop in the in the area we were at but i was unable to find one that was open during times I had free to go, but I did go to this place in downtown St. George called uh, the book bungalow. And it was like the old, nice. old house, dude, probably like built who knows hundred years ago. And they turned it into a little bookshop and they had a small section of graphic novels, nothing that I um, like bought or anything, but it was just super cool to go in and, and check it out and took the kids in there. They liked it. And, uh, we were there maybe for like five, 10 minutes. So it was a pretty quick stop, but it was just pretty neat to see like, you know, those little local shops and everything. Dude, that's cool. I love those little shops, man. They're just like a cool, cool vibe. Oh yeah. It was super cool, cool vibe. Atmosphere. The people were awesome in there. Like it, it was cool. Like I would have liked to spend more time in there, but then like my son was running, running around like a maniac. I think we just got done eating lunch and he was all hyped up on lemonade <laughs> and he was like, and it was small and like, um, he was just running around like a crazy kid. So we're like, all right, let's get out of here before he destroys the place. But, yeah, um, been yeah, there, bro. it was super cool. And then, um, I did get a chance to watch, um, episode of one of, uh, Obi-Wan. Nice. How was it? Dude, I liked it. I thought it was, yeah, yeah I enjoyed it. And, um, 
I don't know. Yeah. Have you been keeping up on all the Star Wars stuff on Disney Plus? So I like The Mandalorian. I really like Have that. Have you watched all the seasons of that? Yeah, it's just one season. No, it's not. I think it's just one season. No, bro. I don't know what it. I, I thought it was just a bunch of episodes in one season. No, was it multiple seasons? Yeah, I watched one, and um, I never watched two, oh. but I wanted to. Well, either way, I finished it. Yeah, but <laughs> oh, so you you've kept, okay? I see. What yeah, you're so I kept up with Mandalorian. I finished that. Really enjoyed that whole series. My son even watched some of it with me, which was cool. And then um, Boba Fett came out, and I think I watched maybe two episodes, and I did not like it at all. And I uh, yeah, I heard mixed stuff on. That. Yeah, it was just so I, I don't know. I just didn't like it one bit. Um, I I couldn't keep up with it. Uh. A guy at my work told me, he's like, once you get to like the last few episodes, it, it gets way better, but I just couldn't get there. So I wasn't, yeah, I just wasn't a fan. I don't know. I don't understand everybody's fascination with Boba Fett anyways. Uh, he's like barely in the movies. Yeah. So what? whatever. Um, I don't know. So I didn't, you know, keep up with that. Um, but this one I, I did like and um, yeah, check it out. I know I'm, I'm not a huge like Star Wars person but it it was enjoyable and entertaining i think you'll like it too it's hard for me to like get all in on the star wars stuff i'm not gonna lie yeah not that it's not good but i'm just so out of touch with it i feel like dudes who know it know it so well i mean i don't know yeah no i hear you i have some family members that are like know everything that has to go on in the star wars universe and it's super cool but dude it's such a just a big universe i have no idea I mean, just the main characters, you know, is what I know, and that's about it. But um, yeah, it was entertaining. Yeah. I'll definitely watch the, um, watch the whole series, I think. Right on. Did you get any, like, um, outdoor time while you were away, bro? Oh, dude, that's all we did, man. It was super cool. Like, Southern Utah has so much cool stuff. The weather was perfect. We went to um, Snow Canyon. Um, it's kind of northwest of St. George, just, like, barely and um, if I don't know, you've heard of Zion National Park, right? Yeah, yeah. I want to go someday. So Zion is huge. And if Zion wasn't there, this would have been like the national park of the area because it's super cool, but it's a lot smaller. And I like it because it wasn't super crowded. Like, I mean, there's people we ran into there, but compared to Zion, it was way less crowded, and which I enjoy, you know, get out in nature yeah. and, you know, not packed in a, a bus like sardines but we did go to zion um which is super cool place really pretty the kids have never been but um it was super busy we went like on a, i think we went thursday we tried to go in the middle of the week to try to beat the crowds but it was still like dude just packed yeah um but if you haven't been there i would suggest going just to take it in man just uh take the tram up to the canyon check out the narrows and do a couple small side hikes and it was fun um I had to carry my son a lot during the hikes. Yeah. I, you know, he's only uh-huh. three. Um, he did okay, but most of the time he'd be on my shoulders and, you know, an extra 40 pounds when you're hiking is not fun. That's something. So, yeah. Something. So, our hikes were pretty short, but they were, they were super fun. And we still got to see a lot of cool stuff. And, um, yeah. yeah, it was neat. I remember when my, we went as a family up to Sedona. Yeah. And we were doing some hiking. My kids were two and four. And we got about a mile in and they were like, nah. <laughs> and so I had to carry both of them. I had one on my shoulders and one on like one of those little harnesses you wear in your yep, front, yep. you know? <clears throat> Whew, dude, it gets, something. dude, it's tough. And like when we were in Zion, it was kind of hot. 
And so I had a pack on and then I had him on my shoulders and we were like, it was a elevation gain, the trail we were on. It was only like a mile out and a mile back, I think. But I think he was on my shoulders like 80% of the time. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, it was still super fun. Kids had a blast. Um, we did a lot of swimming too. The little community we stayed in had like a, almost like a little, their own little mini water park, which was oh, super nice. rad. So the kids were running around. Um, it, it was fun, man. But what about you? I know I, I didn't get a chance to chat with you mo- um, much during the <clears throat> well, week. Well, I got to so. say, yeah, I got to say you're a little bit of a prophet, bro. What did I do? Because at the end, last episode, you kept saying, you're going to watch it. You're going to watch <laughs> oh, it. I was like, yeah, nah, yeah, I yeah, I know what you're talking about now. Well, a week later, dude, I've watched, <laughs> I've watched all three uh, Fantastic Beast movies and just poured over them, dude. Loved them. So good. Cool to see. Honestly, what I loved was I loved Newt, dude. I loved seeing a hero from Hufflepuff. It was kind of cool to see. Uh, a hero that wasn't in Gryffindor. Yeah. You get a little tired of Gryffindor. You're like, all right, yeah, Gryffindor's cool. Yeah. So just kind of cool. Cool to see him. Uh, cool to see that world. Just all the, like, the beasts, quote, unquote, that he's, you know, gathering and stuff are, are super neat. Yeah. Cool story with another good and evil story. Uh, <clears throat> super cool, man. I loved him. Good, yeah. I know I, I really enjoyed the first one, and so I've always wanted to watch uh, – the second one and even the newest one that just came out. Um, they all look super cool. So I'll have to catch up one day. Yeah. Super fun. Super cool stories. Uh, I can't remember everyone's names, but man, there's some, some cool stuff in there. Some cool stuff with Dumbledore. Uh, but dude, so I like, I just, I just dove in cause you weren't here to like chat with me. So I had nothing to do. Dude, I know you so, do well, man. Like, so, <laughs> So not only did I watch all three of those, like you knew I would, then I started like getting a little weird, but this is just normal That's Kyle. You weird. do. Yeah. And I joined the uh, Harry Potter fan club. And when you join, you could like take it, take quizzes to like get placed in a house, get your Patronus and get your wand. So how many houses are there? Four houses. So there's Hufflepuff, Ravenclaw, Gryffindor and Slytherin. Okay. Where are you at? Where'd you get placed? So I got, I, I wanted Gryffindor, even though I was a little, you know, you want to be with Potter. Yeah. You yeah. Hang out with him. But every time I took it, I got Ravenclaw. So, so I just what's, decided what's to roll the difference? It. Like what's the significance of each house? Do you, do you know, or give me a rundown? Well, it's kind of hard for me to like really give you a rundown and I'm probably going to short shift it here. And there's people out there who know a lot more than me. But Hufflepuff is kind of the like. Is that the? You know, is that like the the not super smart kids like club? I don't even know. I don't even know if I would say not super smart, but they're just kind of like a little bit more, you know, social. I don't know if that's the right word to put it, but like, yeah, a little bit of this the sillier feel to it. Um, but Cedric Diggory, the uh, Robert Pattinson. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was Hufflepuff and he was like sporty and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and gnarly. So, um, and Newt's cool and he does a lot of cool stuff and he's Hufflepuff. Yeah. Hufflepuff's one of the harder ones for me to like really define for you. But Ravenclaw is the intellect. They're like the really smart kids. Mm, gotcha. Um, and then Slytherin and Gryffindor are kind of plays on each other. Right. So it's like, um, Slytherin's kind of got this like lust for power. Whereas like, Gryffindor kind of is like the hero is like, uh, the brave is like the best way to, to talk about them. Got it. They're really brave. And that's why I was not put in Gryffindor. Cause I am not very brave. 
Dude, I know. I can't remember. I think it was my daughter was in fifth grade, I want to say. They, um, her teacher was a huge Harry Potter fan. And so she split the class up into like different houses and they had groups like the whole year. I would have loved to have. Yeah. And so my, I think my daughter was Hufflepuff. And um, she bombed. I was like, anything but Hufflepuff. (laughs) But now that I've watched the new movies, like, you know. Uh, I wouldn't mind so much. No, I mean, and she's not, um, this is my oldest one. She's not a huge like fantasy and like Harry Potter person. So she was just kind of like whatever. Um, but she had fun with it, I think. And I thought it was kind of cool. I thought that's cool too. I was asking my coworker, I was like, guess what house I got put in? And she's like, Hmm, probably not Ravenclaw. Not that I don't think you're that smart. And I was like, Oh my gosh, you think I'm too dumb to be in Ravenclaw? (laughs) That's funny. I think you'd be Hufflepuff. And I was like, no way. And anyway, so Ravenclaw it is for now. And then the thing I was stoked about the most, though, was for my Patronus, dude, I got a beagle. Yeah? So that, dude, that I was is like, perfect hey, as for long you as I then. got a, I know, dude. I was like, this is amazing. So my Patronus is a beagle. And then my wand is made of spruce with unicorn hair. So Oh, very nice. I don't know what that means, but I like it. Yeah, I don't actually know what the spruce means, but unicorns... It's a good thing to have. It's they're hard. It's hard to go bad when you got unicorn hair and you're wanting. I'm just looking at your face like, <laughs> cool, bro. No, you're actually Real getting cool. me pumped. Like I want to go through. Like I, I think I told you I, I didn't watch all the Harry Potter movies. I, I can't remember which ones I missed, but I want to go through and watch them again. I know my middle daughter will be on board to watch them with me and do do like a marathon. So that's yeah. cool. No, I love hearing it. And then I just finished book one on Audible, so on to book oh, two. Oh, you're in the books now. Getting it, son. Dude, you're going all in. I'm a weird person. <laughs> Dude, this has been us, I think, though, since we've been in the ninth grade. <laughs> yep. I've <laughs> just never been different, have I? And I love it. Just we go in uh, 100%. <laughs> Dude, I would love to sit here on the podcast and talk about this for a long time, but I'll just mention it to you really quick. <laughs> Bodyboarding. Dude, we could chat uh, about everything we've gone 100% We were going to be like we going to be pro bodyboarders. Yeah, that didn't last but a day. Not even a full day, an hour at the beach and we were done. Well, I almost died. Dude, we took a gnarly wave and it was not fun. I got dragged on the bottom, thought that was it for me. <laughs> Woo. Anyways, let's not reminisce too much because it will take I the think whole. I think you might be Griffin, the, Gryffindor though, because you're 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 a brave dude. I mean, you do rock climbing, and even then, like I remember, I barely like I was I had to breathe in, and I breathed in right as my head popped out yeah. of the water, and I I looked over at you, and I'm like I've never really known you to be kind of scared. Yeah, and uh, you were like, we are past the surfers, bro. <laughs> I just remember getting out of the water. Like, and I was freaked because you were freaked, dude. And I was like, dude, this is not good. Yeah, usually I'm pretty calm. And, and you know, and, and even in crazy situations, I'm pretty calm. But that one, I, I was, you know, I was the same. We were getting tumbled under the water. I think I popped my head up like a split second before you. And I just look around and I'm like, dude, we are getting drug out to sea. And this ain't good. Like, there's no one out here. And, like, we're not even where the surfers are. So, this can't be yeah. good. <clears throat> I'm just glad to be alive. Yeah. That was a, that was a tough uh, tough one we dove into for sure. Oh, my gosh, man. But, but uh, reading-wise, dude, were you going to say something? No, I was just going to see. I was going to ask you the exact question you're going into. Just see what you read this week. 
Did I? I got it surprisingly a lot in, man. I don't, I don't know how I managed to do it, but uh, I read the first trade of Lemire's Bloodshot run. Oh, I know. Yeah, you were telling me you wanted to get into that. And this was super cool, dude, because so I read The Valiant, which is kind of the prelude to this. Mm-hmm. Matt Kent's stuff that he wrote, you know, when they were rebooting Valiant. And right at the end, the Geomancer K takes all the nanites out of Bloodshot so that he could be a man like just normal human. Mm-hmm. And so this opens up with him in that struggle. Like he's not bloodshot anymore. Uh, Cause all the nanites are gone and he's just like out there like trying his best to just live as a man. But you know, he's, he's down bro. Like he's doing some bad things and working a really crappy job. Like at some beat down motel, just keeping it up. Like he's the handyman there. But then as the, as it progresses, dude, He's seeing her, Kay, the mm-hmm. geomancer, and he's seeing this like cartoon version of himself, which is just this funny little thing throughout the whole the whole series. I think it's I forget his name, but it's really funny. But he's this dude. See what he looks like? Oh yeah, okay. And so he's constantly like filling Bloodshot's head with bad ideas, wanting him to do all the bad stuff again. But what's cool is that there's these dudes. So the nanites left his body and they're they're out there but and they're going into other people but not all of them into one guy they're kind of spread out. And so there's these like copycats of Bloodshot out there doing bad things. So Bloodshot's got to go take them out. Yeah. But when he does the nanites are getting back in his body. Mm-hmm. And it's creating this like tug of war like he kind of wants to be Bloodshot again. K's telling him like you're the only one who can control these things. Like you got to take them back to like do good right like, right the only one who's going to use these for the good so it's just really cool to like see what jeff's doing here with that that pull on a superhero i like that and, yeah like, that is cool yeah one to uh because he's just a he's broken right now and so kind of thinking about who he was and what he was when he was bloodshot even though he was just kind of like a mindless killer for the government or for project rising sun um he thinks, and Kay keeps telling him, like, if he gets all the nanites back, he doesn't need to go back there. He could just control them and do his own thing. And uh, just cool. I mean, it's just that's just the first volume, so that's kind of where we're at. And I think he's taken out, like, three or something of the dudes who have some of the nanites in him. And one of them has this girl that was there that he ends up saving and that he's kind of, like, fallen in love with at the end of this. But it kind of leaves you hanging there because – He's just, he tells you like straight up, like, this was a mistake. I never should have brought her here. Like, mm. had I, had I known now what I knew then, I never would have. So you're like, oh my gosh, dude, what's going to happen? So as he takes um, these guys out, does he start getting more like powerful? Yeah. So then once he takes them out, like you can kind of see like, cause he, cause he gets in a brawl with these dudes and they have some of the nanites in them. So they're pretty, pretty strong. Yeah. I'm surprised he was so able he's to got take like one a, out. So if he's got like a cut or something on him, like the those, like the nanites crawl into him, mm, and like gotcha. He's, yeah, he's slowly, slowly getting them back, and so that's the kind of another kind of tension or tug for him because he's like, I have to take him out, but he doesn't want to take him out mm-hmm. because he doesn't really want to be bloodshot again, but he kind of wants to be bloodshot again. Uh, it's kind of cool, man. Like super neat premise, and dude, I like that. Uh, yeah, I want to check that out. So that was super cool. And then um, I also got to dive into the first, I'm about halfway through the second volume, but I was diving into uh, Seven to Eternity. Yeah. From Rick Remender. Mm-hmm. I've always wanted to read Dude, that. 
so freaking good, man. About a so there's this son whose dad is just like he's by the book for the for this stuff. Like he lives by his morals without swaying at all. No, no gray area. Just black and white. No huh? gray area. And his dad ends up dying. And so it's kind of this like really cool world. The art is some of my favorite I've ever seen. Like, I just love it, dude. Um, Jerome Opinia, Opinia, I don't know, but, um, so you've got him and there's this thing called this dude called the mud King. And he takes control of people by these whispers or by making an offer. And if you accept the offer, you're kind of under his control. Right. But this guy's family, the Ossidians, they've never heard the offer. They would never hear it. They wouldn't even let the offer on the table. And that was his dad's big thing. And Mm -hmm. his dad's dying wish to him was like, whatever you do, just don't ever hear the offer. But as soon as his dad dies, bro, to like protect his family, because he's like, I can't keep doing this battle with these guys. They're going to keep coming at us until we hear an offer. He immediately like just leaves to like potentially go hear this offer. Right. Anyway, and then you get to see these other dudes. I can't remember their name, but they're all trying to take out the Mud King, and he gets involved with them. But it's a push and pull for I think his name is James. I can't remember. But it's a push and pull for him, right? Because he's like, at one hand, he just wants to hear the offer because the offer for him, because he's sick and dying, was I'll make you better. You can live with your family. Um, But he's like, but if I take out the Mud King, the world will be better, but then I won't be around yeah, for my family. Yeah, yeah, Hmm. And so it's just this really cool, like he's kind of fighting to get him to where they want to take him to get rid of the Mud King. But some stuff goes down and then he kind of like where I'm at right now, he's running off with the Mud King. Like, so you're just like, what's going to happen? What's he going to do? Is he going to, is he going to hear the offers? Is he going to take it? Or is he going to like take out the Mud King? And super cool, man. How many volumes are there? Four volumes. Um, anyway. I really, really like it because I read the first volume of Bloodshot and then I was like, you know what? I want to read something different. I don't want to just read all four Bloodshots. Yeah, yeah. So I picked up the first volume of this and I loved it so much. I actually kept going with it into volume two. Yeah, I've been wanting to read that for a long time and I always see it and I was like, eh, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. And um, I think I'm going to have to pick it up now. Really good push and pull stuff that Rick's doing here. And there's some like really insightful bits about humanity and um dude the deluxe edition's coming out though and i might have to grab it dude just for to have this art like blown up well that might be something i'm gonna look into then because i like rick remender and so um yeah yeah what you're saying i think i'll enjoy that for sure dude i think you'd really like this dude um definitely rick at some of his best but speaking of rick remender dude now that we're hopping into some singles I got into, I got to read issue eight of A Righteous Thirst for Vengeance. Mm, yeah. How was Bro. it? Does it just keep getting better and better or what? It gets violent and nuts. Yeah. In this issue, dude. Let's just say Sonny meets the Jackal. What's Isn't that Blue Jackal? Blue Jackal, name, right? yeah. So is that his and name for uh, sure, Sonny? Yep, Sonny. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to try to open this so I can show you. Yeah, I want to see it. I apologize. but um, And that came out just last week, yeah? Yeah. But let's just say Sonny gets a little trapped, dude. He's kind of reliving what you what you saw in uh, issue one, man. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah, he is. Dude, and like, look at him. He's shoving the glass in his leg. Dude, the blue jackal is gnarly. 
Yeah, dude. And really quick, look at this scene. Dude, look at his feet. Look what he did to his feet, bro. Yeah, that's what he did with the oof. Split him all the way up. I won't tell you how it ends, but uh Yeah, don't tell me it was I, like, yeah, I wanna this whole issue is kind of a tussle between him and him and Blue Jackal. Um it was really good though. So just kind of really nuts and there's a lot of violence. Does it still it definitely picked up the violence from from before and you're just you still don't know a lot of what's going on or who the heck Sonny is, but man, that was an intense issue, dude. Does it still have um like really light on the dialogue? Dude, completely. I'm looking right here. This is two pages, no dialogue, three pages in a row, four pa- four bubbles within Yeah, dude, there's hardly any. Yeah, dude. The way they did that was I mean, without much dialogue is still so good with their artwork and the paneling is uh, look at this whole this whole page right here the panel work on this page that's what i mean like, so cool when we did volume one man it was super impressive with how they laid it, everything out so i can't wait to i think we're gonna f- potentially find out some info soon because of the way this issue goes down very cool. Yeah, which I could show you more, but I want you to. Yeah, no, I want, don't, you to I, I want to catch up on that series because I enjoyed <laughs> Volume One so much. And um, yeah, dude, super good. What Rick Remender's doing there and the art. What's the artist's name again? He is incredible. Yeah, it's Andre Arujo, I, I believe. I'm yeah. probably not saying it right, but you know. Yeah, that's okay. That's how we do things, dude. Another one that I read, dude, that I was surprised that I liked, given you know I'm not huge on the horror genre, and it's not that it's like because it's scary or something. I don't get scared. I just think sometimes it's a little overplayed. Yeah. But I picked up Tinian's The Closet. Mm-hmm. I wanted to get that too. How was it, dude? It was good, man. Good first issue to set up this world and what's going on and the monster in the closet and the kid, dude. I don't want to, I can't say anything because I want yeah, you don't. to be able to experience it, but super good. Yeah. So I haven't been to the, my local shop, I think in like a week and a half, maybe two weeks just because we've been busy and then we're out of town. So I'm going to go tomorrow, I hope. And that was one yeah. I was hoping to pick up. And um, I heard a lot of good Definitely things about pick it. it up. I think you're gonna like it, dude. Uh, Did the ending was wild? Didn't Scotty Young do a cool cover on that uh, variant cover? I think so, but it was like a ScottyYoung.com. Oh, was it? I think yeah, get it I thought I saw it floating around somewhere. It looked really cool. Yeah, and then um, one of my favorites that I got to read was Little Monsters Four. Yeah, that's another one I'll have to pick up. I think it's in my box. I will say it's a. Uh, in a typical sort of a apocalyptic sort of story, it's moving a little slow. And that's why I hope it goes more than 12 issues. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it might be better if you haven't jumped in on this, maybe wait for the trades. But uh, I still really liked it. And the ending here was a, was a big, sad note. Really? Honestly, it gets a little nuts. Like the vampire stuff makes me a little uncomfortable, to be honest with you. And like watching them get all like, worked up and excited about eating uh-huh. humans. Yeah, that is crazy to me, too. I'm a little yeah. like, oh, man, it makes me uncomfortable, dude. I'm just like, I don't know. I can't root for you right now. Yeah, like, yeah. And uh, anyway, kind of nuts, but I still really like it. The art's amazing, dude. I, don't, I mean, Dustin Wynn, bro. Yeah. Just absolutely amazing. But it is a little slow. So That's what I thought. Like, I think it was the end of issue two where – I it leaves us with kind of a cliffhanger and you're like, dude, it's going to pick up. And then it still was kind of just, I mean, not bad slow, but it was just a little slower. I still enjoyed it, but I uh, thought it was going to, I know, honestly, 
I would say like three and four kind of felt like frame one, frame two. Yeah. Like just these snapshots. Hmm. And I don't know. It could have all just been pushed into one and then we could have done, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, no, I hear you for sure. That's kind of what I was thinking, but um, yeah, I'll pick it up tomorrow. I think it's waiting for me, so. Yeah, and then to keep on the vampire run, I got to read Bloodstained Teeth 2. Very cool. And I like that cover. So we're picking up with our main dude trying to take out all his sips, you know, mm-hmm. the vampires that he turned. He created, yeah. Yeah, and that gets wild, dude, because some of them are nuts. Really? Like professional boxers and just gnarly dudes. Now, are they living so like... So he gets in a... Sorry to interrupt. Are they living like normal lives, like not... Or, or are they out like being crazy vampires? Like it kind of feels vampires. like it kind of feels like they were turned so that they would have these powers, but just to be really good at the things they wanted oh, to do. Okay, like this dude was a boxer who I think may or may not have been that good, but once he got turned, he was just tearing it up and making some money. But dude, he gets in a brawl with this guy, and because he's like he's a legit vampire, not as not a sip, he can take a beating and just never goes down. And so for like four pages, he's just getting whooped on by this guy. And uh, he's just like, I'm going to let him keep beating me up until he until he's like too tired Tires to move, out, you yeah. know? And uh, you're like, I don't know if he's going to get tired, bro. You need to stop, man. <laughs> and uh, finally it happens. But uh, so actually, you know, I think I told you at the end of the first one of these that I was just kind of like, eh. Yeah. But I think I'm kind of liking it, kinda man. Kind of getting into it more. Cool. The, the artwork's awesome. I really love the artwork in it. So that was super cool, dude. No, I kind of like that. That sounds cool. And then I got to finish uh, What's the Furthest Place from Here, issue six. Dude, this was a freaking good issue, bro. So much goes down. Uh, a lot of stuff happening for the different houses, like different, I don't know. I call them houses because I watch Harry Potter now. <laughs> <laughs> and the Academy and just wild, dude. Like really, really great ending. And I, I really like uh, Ross and Ro- Rosenberg as a team. Yeah. So... Excited to see where that goes. I got to finish. We have Demons 3. Dude, I'm impressed with how much you got in, dude, in a week time. And <laughs> Thanks, brother. And, um, dude, this was good, man. Really good. The artwork is rad. Dude, Capullo's the best, dude. Like, for this sort of story, right. like his demon work stuff is yeah. just top notch. Um. Yeah, that was cool, dude. Man, her dad ends up like he was the dude who like started this whole light. I forget what they're called, but they're the light and uh, to fight the demons. And he ends up turning in this issue. Like, well, kind of at the end of number two, but it kind of picks up here in a big way with him. And then I think his name was Gus or something like that. The demon who fights for the good guys, the demons kind of like mimicked his his old family and he has to fight them and. It's pretty nuts, dude. And it ends. I just have to tell you the way this ends really quick. Sorry for the tape sound. No, yeah, let me hear it. It's almost like Snyder was writing to us as like a culture, dude. So it just kind of like is ending where like they kind of defeated it, the halo. And um, it's just kind of talking about how, uh, you know, everybody has a little bit of halo and a little bit of demon in them. Mm -hmm. And it's just kind of about, you know learning or oh, what's to say here you have to believe in something something bigger than yourself because this is the moment the beginning of everything and we need you uh so what do you say are you in then welcome to the glory oh they're the glories welcome to the glory kids now pick your blade and give mm-hmm. evil the finger 
and it looks like they're talking to you and you get to pick your blade. Yeah, that's cool. To like fight all the like bad stuff going on in the world. Super fun. That is cool. But this the whole the whole like chapter 9 here was just like a really cool little message to I think the readers more or less. Yeah, you know? no, I, I like that. Planned that way. That's neat. But what the artwork, man, isn't that like that? Even the, on that last page I showed you, dude, it was just wild, man. Yeah. I love it. No, even when we did um, our giveaway a while ago, I think it was a couple months ago where we gave away that foil edition. Oh, dude, the yeah. artwork was just rad in that. Yeah, so I really like it, dude. This was a fun three. I wonder if we're going to be able to hop back into this world. I'd love it. They set up a really cool, really cool world. Um with that halo, a little bit of halo in you, a little bit of demon in you, and kind of that struggle, like that rings. Yeah, no, really true. And it's just me, three man. issues, right? Yeah, and they're pretty hefty issues, man. They're pretty thick. Yeah, so it's good reading. Very cool. But Capullo's art, man, on the demons, some of my favorite, bro. Like this whole double spread up here. Yeah, that is so good. Kind of reminds me a little bit of Tony Daniels' work in Nocturne. Mm-hmm. I was just about to say that. That's so funny. Neat, well, I'm gonna have dude. to pick up that trade then. That looks really cool. I think you'd like it, man. It's good, good kind of moral at the end. Yeah, there. no, I like that. And I picked up uh, kind of on a whim, dude. Uh, Coffee and a comic had it listed for new the releases that week, and it just looked neat. But I got to uh, pick up this book called um, Never Ender. Huh? I haven't seen that one. Behemoth, huh? Yeah. It just looked really cool, and it's, I don't know, man. It fell flat for me. Did I it? feel terrible saying it. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll read it again, and I'll report back, because I was doing so much reading at the time. I was kind of burning through it pretty quick. But um, sometimes things get a little convoluted, and that felt a little convoluted to me. But kind of like, I love the message, though. Like on the back, there was this something like, it was something like burn the state, do something go to outer space or something like that it was just uh, i was like all right i'll check this out huh interesting but he kind of goes to this world where there's supposed to be like dudes duel like that's all they do is duel and i was like all right the art was really good but it's all cast in this like gray tone that didn't didn't really pop for me i know it's kind of set trying to set a tone for like what's going on mm-hmm. in that world you know but i just love my color bro Oh, smash the city. Let's see what it says. Smash the city, smash the state, burn it all, escape to space. Dude. I was like, I was like, all right, let's read this. Yeah. But uh Yeah, it just it didn't have much of a connection to it, my first read through. And then um another one I didn't pick up, and Ross made me, you know, let me know I should have picked it up was uh Man, now I'm gonna forget the name. <laughs> but it looked really cool. And a lot of people were talking about how rad it was. Um, new think new. And think. he had a post. Yeah. He had a post on it over on Instagram today. So if you're listening to this and you're interested in, in new thing, check out red optical core on Instagram. He's got a cool post on new think. Huh. What, um, what publisher? By AWA, I believe. Hmm. Yeah. He mentioned too, that it's, uh, I forget what he said. I'm going to have to check it out. Yeah. Oh, wow. I don't know, but it looks cool. It's kind of like about this um, technology kind of taking over. And the cover of it is kind of like a play on the Adam and Eve story, but on the tree, the forbidden fruits, and like an iPhone. 
Oh, oh yeah, I did see that post. That is cool. Yeah. So interesting. I want to check that out, dude. How crazy is that? Technology is nuts right now. I know, man. So kind of wild. I got to read Naughty List too. I loved it. Still really digging that. Yeah, I want to get into that story for sure. Well, I'm impressed with how much you got in this week, dude. Um, going, I went away for a week, and it was like we weren't, we didn't have any time to chat. And, um, dude, I you have nothing just, to do. I know that's impressive. But yeah, man. So what was that? Three. Oh, and then, dude, I, I also like. I was like, all right, what else? Harry Potter. What else? Harry Potter Uh-oh. can I do? Yeah. And on uh, HBO, they have the Tournament of Houses, and it was like Ravenclaw versus Griffin, uh, Ravenclaw versus Slytherin. And Hufflepuff versus Gryffindor. And it was like a trivia show. And the houses were competing against each other. And, dude, I did pretty good, man. Did you? I'm not going to lie to you. I did pretty <laughs> That's good. That's because you were all caught up and it was all fresh. I know. It was all super fresh for me. <laughs> so that was fun. I still have uh, to watch the finale of that. But. So, like, with the with the book, because you read um, the first book, right? You said? Yeah. What What did you like better? Did you like the movie or did you like the book better? I think honestly, dude, there was things about both that I thought I liked a little better. Like I liked the portrayal of um, Dudley and his family, you know, where Harry's living at first in the movies better than I did in the book. Um, But the book just gives you a little bit more detail, you know, kind of fills in some of the blanks and... Um, but I thought that they did a great job so far, at least. Are they pretty pretty spot on from... Yeah, there's nothing that's like... It's like out of place, at least so far. Right, right. Um, or like something that's way different. Now, I've heard four uh, might be the first one that gets like crazy different. Mm-hmm. But I'll, I'll let you know. I'll keep reading them. Uh, listening to them anyway. I'm doing them audible. Yeah. But yeah, honestly, that was one of the first thoughts I had was they did a good job on that movie. That's cool. So, yeah, man. Good. I'm all in on the Harry Potter world right now, dude. I know. I'm stoked for you. I'm going to go get my uh, a Deathly Hollows tattoo. What you need to do is head on down to Universal. Like Davidson. <laughs> you, you need to head on down to, to Universal with the kiddos, and you need to go to uh, the wand shop. You need to get yourself. Gotta get my wand, bro. Got to get yourself a butterbeer first. Head on into the wand shop, and, um, dude, yeah, just have a good time in there, man. Dude. Is butter beer? Do you have? Is it like twenty one and over no. for butter? No, no, there's no alcohol no. in butter beer. Okay, yeah. Is it like a cream soda? Kind of, yeah, pretty much. It was good yeah. though. I don't. I think my kids didn't like it that much, but I liked it. I like cream soda. I think. Yeah. I think. <laughs> I think you like it. It was. It was pretty good, and I can't remember what wands my kids got. I think one of them got Hermione, and I can't remember the other one, but. Honestly, it left me like really wishing that they would turn the somebody would go through and turn them into like graphic novels. Yeah, that'd be cool. Just retell it in like graphic novel form. Yeah. But you know, you know another thing I've never read that I kind of want to get into is Sandman. Sandman. Why does that sound familiar Neil to me? Neil Gaiman. He did a comic book series called Sandman. Yeah, that sounds and I think it's fantasy. I'm not sure. I was gonna reach out to Frank because I think I remember him saying that he liked Sandman. Hmm. Uh, I can't remember if that's what he said or not. Hey, speaking of Neil, if you've go ahead, keep going. But if you're listening and you've read Sandman, jump on our Instagram and our Discord and let me know if it's uh, 
if it's worth picking up and and where to start in it. I'm I'm looking for a honestly I just want like a huge fantasy epic. And I know fables. Mm. A lot of people talk about fables, but I'm not sure how into that I would be. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Some of the fantasy stuff's a little too silly for me. Yeah. But maybe it's really good. Never know. Know. Worth fables checking out. Yeah. 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 Yeah, let us know. I want to know about it. Yeah, dude. So, but back to Neil. Have how's the class going? Have you dived into that yet, or dude? You, you know, between uh, <laughs> between Harry Potter and <laughs> and Harry Potter, I haven't had time to jump into the Neil class. Thanks for letting me have to live up to that publicly. <laughs> no, I, I really just, appreciate no, it. I, I know you got a lot going on, and there's no time limit on it. I was just curious no, on no. on how it was going. I honestly, I was thinking about it a lot today. I was like, man, I have time. I should do it today. Yeah. But I, but I didn't do no, it. You got plenty of time. Yeah. But yeah, man, I had a pretty cool week, dude. I miss you though, buddy. I'm glad you're staying. I know. I'm just honestly, I'm glad you had a good time with your family, dude, especially right now. Like the ability to just kind of like reconnect with family. Yeah, dude. It was super good together. to just, you know, just reset and get out there with the kids and my wife and just you know, just have a good time and, and not have to worry about, you know, work and just everything going on. And I will say I did, uh, you know, miss like going to the shop. And so it'll be, it'll, it's nice to be home and, um, yeah. you know, sleeping in my own bed and get back into the flow of things. But, um, it, it was a good, good opportunity to get out and just, just reset and, and just make some good fun memories with the kids and the family. So it was cool. Right on, bro. Well, I'm happy for you, bro. I'm happy you're back. Yeah, I'm glad to, I'm glad but, to be back too, man. It, it um it was weird not chatting with you, you know, talking cool books and stuff during the week. But um, I'm stoked to jump back in. I'm stoked to get to my get to my shop tomorrow. And um, yeah, man, yeah. There's a lot of cool stuff coming out next week too that I'm looking forward to. I think what's the, on your radar, brother? Yeah, what's that? What's on your radar, oh, brother? Yeah, I think the coolest thing I'm looking forward to that I can't wait to read is Twig Issue Two. Just because I love the first one so much, and um, I can't wait to see what Twig's doing with Splat, you know, what what, what they're where they're going, and um, super pumped yeah, for that buddy. one. But um, what else do they got coming out next week? Oh, that Texas Blood is continuing next week with fourteen. You know, we did the first run what a, maybe a month ago. Well, yeah, something like that. And yeah, enjoy the heck out of that. So can't see where, can't wait to see where that one's going. And um, what about you? What are you looking forward to next week? Well, I think the one that you left off of your list that I know that you're stoked about. <laughs> Don't even say it, dude. <laughs> I won't even throw them under the bus anymore. But no. uh, we live Edge of the Palladians 3. I mean, I'm interested. I want you to keep me posted on what's going on. You and just want me to spend my money on it so you don't have to. <laughs> I do love the artwork. I will say the artwork was awesome during that. The Miranda Brothers um, killed it with the artwork. Yeah. So we'll see. Maybe it's going to pick up. Maybe it's just going to have this ending that blows my mind. Yeah. I hope it does. <laughs> I'm being serious. <laughs> Uh, one of the ones that we mentioned last week, but got pushed back, or we just had the wrong date on it, is Astronaut Down. Yeah, kind of excited to see what that's all yeah, about. Yeah, from Aftershock. Aftershock. Yeah. Uh, quests aside, number two is coming out. I read issue one. It was kind of fun fantasy story. Mm. You know, I'm all into the fantasy stories right now. Yeah. But the one I'm most excited about, bro, is Past the Last Mountain, number four, which is going to finish off our little story. And I hope our dudes make it to Dragon Lake. Did you did you read two and three too? Yep. All right. 
in Jordan. Did I not talk about that? I don't know if you did. about that. I read that this week, too. Did you enjoy them? Were they cool? So good, man. I'll tell you this. Dragon Lake is freaking Canada. Is it? <laughs> yeah. So there's a little bit of political stuff in there. Yeah. A little like, oh, okay. I, but, I see um, the front cover of issue four, and there's a little Canadian flag on a jet. Yeah. So they're they're making their way to Canada. Hmm. And uh, one of the, the dudes from the government was saying they're closer to, to that than they even realize. So... We'll see. I'm excited to see where it goes. I like it a lot. But other big releases, man, for hardcovers and trade paperbacks that are on my radar. I might not be able to pick all of them up, but they are being released. Finally, hopefully I'll be right about it this time. Mm-hmm. The Maze Book hardcover comes out. Gosh, such a fun, good story, man. Just You know what's funny, man? Since we did it, I still haven't had a day where I wasn't thinking Dude, about something. Dude, I constantly think about Maze Book all the time still. That's how much uh, of an impact it had on me, I think. It's so good. Dude, really really <clears throat> quick. So I was I was diving through Lemire's uh, Substack because it's one of the ones I'm a paid member of, actually the only one, when they were doing all this Substack stuff. I was like, you know what? I got to support my dude. But man, uh, one of the things I didn't even realize he has on there, if you're a, if you're a paying member or whatever, is he get he has a PDF of his whole entire the Nobody Run, so the a whole 140 pages of of that DC comic he did early on, way back in the day. Dude, nice, <sighs> dude. But one of the crazy things is I was reading, dude. This is gonna blow your mind. I think you want to know how Jeff got his start, like like who who ended up helping him. Like it's a, it's the most hilarious mix of my two favorite things. Uh, got Jeff started. I don't even so, know where to guess. I'll just tell you, he's writing and drawing lost dogs, which you can still get. You can still pick up. Uh, and he, so he's finally like, like he wants to get it published, but he has no money, dude. So he hears about this grant for new comic books at the time, new comic book creators. It's, it's like $5,000 or something like that. And at the time he was like, man, this, I felt rich. Yeah. Um, dude, guess who had the grant? Fricking Peter Laird, TMNT. Are you serious? Jeff his very first grant money. Like he ended up winning it. So Peter Laird, TMNT got Jeff off the ground. Dude, that's crazy. Isn't that nuts? That is nuts. I was like, Very oh, cool. man, it was my two favorites, TMNT and Jeff. Dude, that's right. Tied up in history. Yeah. So that was kind of cool to, to read. And huh. that's how he's ended up publishing Lost Dogs uh, was through with that grant money, man. Very cool. Kind of wild. Yeah, so that, that is cool. wild. And another cool thing that Jeff's got coming out, I haven't actually read it yet. If you're a Jeff Lemire fan and you know how much I talk about it and you hear this and you hate me, I'm sorry. But I haven't actually ever read Essex County. I want to. I own it. I will. But he's he's show running um, a live mm-hmm. action. I've seen that. Yep. Essex County. Yep. I'm worried we're not going to be able to see it, though, because it's going to be on CBC, the Canadian broadcast channel. So I hope it comes streaming somewhere because hmm. I need to watch it. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I'm going to read it before it comes out. They're going to have to put it out somewhere for, you know. Yeah. Is that where he lives? Is that why it's? He's a he's in Toronto. Very cool. Yeah. You know what's funny, dude, is I was thinking, too, like, I, like my two favorite currently, two favorite comic book writers are Canadian. Yeah. Chip is Canadian. Is he? Chip's a, can- a Canuck. Oh, I didn't know that. If that's a slang, I'm sorry. I, I don't know. Is Canuck a slang? It might be. I don't, Canuck, know. I don't know. I'm not it's sure. Canadian. Well, very if cool. If it's a slang, I'm sorry. It just shows my ignorance. 
Uh, but that's my cool Jeff Lemire story, dude. I thought that'd be you'd like to hear that. No, that is neat. TMNT, man. At all, help getting Jeff his start. Yeah, no, at all people. That's pretty cool. Also, pretty cool, Peter Laird to do that. I know. Have a grant to like help out aspiring comic book creators. I wonder, is that still going on? I know, right? (laughs) Once I do my Neil class, yeah, get through the Neil class, and then let's look for some grants for you, buddy. Uh, but then the other trades or collected editions coming out, we've got uh, Strange Academy by Scotty Young, uh, Wishcraft trade paperback coming out, kind of like a volume three. Crossover volume two coming out. And uh, one of the stories I read in singles that I actually really liked um, was It Eats What Feeds It. And that trade paperback. Oh, I remember you talking week. about that a while ago. So. Yeah, it's going to be a cool week, man. But Twig's going to be the top of the list yeah, for the show. for me for sure. One of the things, like, I don't know. I just think Twig is bussing. Dude, so good. Uh, I'm just, I think everything Scotty Young does is bussing. <laughs> so I'm just excited to d- dig into that. Yeah, it is. But, dude. One of the coolest things that has happened so far for the CBL is we have hooked up with Frank over at Coffee and a Comic. So if you're interested in any of these books that we have just mentioned coming out, and I'm sure he's going to have some more that even we haven't mentioned here that look super cool. Yeah. But head over to uh, coffeeandacomic.com. Check them out on Instagram too. But for right now, if you enter the, the coupon code in all caps, comic book layer. You will get fifteen percent off your order, dude. So so cool. Super stoked about that. Super stoked to be spotlighting Frank's work over there. And um, trust me, you're going to get a good shipment. You're going to get some coffee. And uh, while you're over there, set up a pool list too. But don't forget, coupon code all caps comic book layer fifteen percent off. Heck yeah. your order. That's awesome. You can't beat that. And um, Frank's super cool, dude. And dude, what is better than Reading a comic and sipping on a cup of joe. Nothing, bro. So that's awesome, my, dude. It's my ideal life, Heck man. Yeah, I did that every morning while on vacation. Just sat out on the back patio and, dude, it was awesome. Yeah, so so check him out. He's doing doing cool things and uh, he's well deserving of our support with that, with that coupon code, man. Yeah, for sure. Not, eh, check it know. out. Win-win. Win-win-win, as Michael Scott would say. Win-win-win. But uh, what do we got going on next week, man? What do we got? What's the book of the week? Dude, dude? I'm excited about this. I'm actually super pumped on this one. It's actually an older book. I think it was published in 2016 um, by Image. I think it's crazy that we think 2016 is so old. Like in my mind, I'm still like 2016 wasn't that long ago, but it was. was, Yeah, if you think about it. Um, But yeah, we're going to jump into Huck, which is um, I'm pumped on, actually. I can't wait to chat about it. Dude, I'm so excited to get into it. I don't even know why. The cover just looks so cool to me. I know. And from what I've read, it seems really cool. Yeah, I think it's going to be a fun one because like you and I, um, this is one that um, I kind of just stumbled upon. You know, I'm sure a lot Mm -hmm. of people have read it. And if you have, I'm super pumped. I want to hear what you what you thought about it. But um, you 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 picked it up. I picked it up, and I, you know we haven't really chatted about this at all. So it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be super cool to get into this one with you. Yeah, dude, I can't wait, man. I'm excited. Yeah, me too. It's gonna be Legi- fun. Legitimately. 
Right on, dude. Well, how can people keep up with what we're doing here at the CBL? Yeah, definitely. It's a good old lair. Dude, definitely subscribe to the show, man. Refer it to a friend. We'd love to hear from you guys and let us know how we're doing. Um, check us out over on our Instagram at the comic book lair. Um, you can get up to date info on, um, our shows coming out and everything we're reading. And then jump on over, uh, to our Discord. Um, we got some, some cool stuff going on over there. We're chatting all things, um, comics movies everything and so we love to hear what you guys are reading what you guys are into and uh, just jump in on the conversation it'd be super cool to hear from you guys uh in the meantime keep reading comics cowabunga nerds